0: Wake up, church. There's a war going on for the soul of our country, where the lies of the demonic control the narratives of our culture. Join your host, Gary Duncan, in search of the kingdom warriors of our time those not afraid to speak up and walk out the word of God in the face of evil. Get ready for a supernatural impartation, a spiritual download of faith and fire into your life. Welcome to the Remnant Revolution.
1: Thanks for joining us today. We're going to continue the conversation with Rick Norris, discussing
2: two trees in the garden. The fivefold ministry is what? What does the word say? Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. All right. Um, so, um, what does that look like? Well, uh, up until up until uh, Constantine, we had those cylinders firing. It's a five-cylinder engine running on one. Cylinder all these years, put, 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 instead mm-hmm. of you know, and so that's why it's taken two thousand years, right? <laughs> people say, "Are you uh, saying that we are the reason that God has waited?" Well, yeah. This, people get really upset when you say that. It's like, who? Show me that in scripture. Well, if you if you live this way, you hasten the day of the Lord's coming. Well, we haven't been living that way ever since that was written. When, <laughs> mm. In the first century, right? Okay. All right. Well, you you know what I'm trying to say. Right. So the fivefold ministry. So you get a young minister. Here's the best way I can explain it. I'm not dissing anybody. All right. Except us in general. We we missed it. We need to repent. We need to get led by the Spirit of God. Again, the main goal of what I'm sharing is intimacy with Jesus. Right. Time alone with Jesus. It's the answer. And we could you could. Uh, we can come back to that, but I can... Praying in the Spirit and that kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? That's that's eating from the tree of life. Yes. That's the difference right there. It's time alone. Like those two uh, young men that I told you about that had been raised in the church mm-hmm. uh, and never had a miracle, came to be desperate. I'll share that in a minute if you remind me. Yeah. But I want to finish this thought on the fivefold yeah. ministry. So a young minister, you know, he gets out of what I call cemetery. (laughs) Cemetery. (laughs) Seminary. (laughs) all right. I call it cemetery because by the time liberal theologians get done with you, you're lucky to be a Christian anymore. Yeah, Yeah. they'll mess you up. Um, But uh, so, you know, knowledge puffs up. It's real. Mm. So, but anyway, so he gets out of, he's going to, Go and rock it into world evangelism, right? He's all excited. Mm-hmm. He Start a church. What, what do you do? Uh, rent a hall. Uh, preach your buns off, right? Mm. Preach, 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 and pass the hat. See what happens, right? And I'm being a little flip with it, but, right. you know, and then it starts to take off, you know, and people say, well, you Pretty good teacher, and, you know, I think I'll go there for a while, just by proxy, you know. Right. I live close, or whatever. So the thing starts to take... I mean, Well, he gave men, you know, he took captivity captive and gave gifts to men. That's the scripture, all right? So, what gifts did he give? Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, and then the, and then the, the other gifts, right? And uh, so the uh let's say that this young man is an evangelist right? Yeah, okay or a prophet or even an apostle right a young apostle um a lot of people you'd be surprised how many people in the in the body of Christ think that there was only 12 <laughs> it, you know it's an office it's a gift it's a calling to this very day and there was like 20 some named in the in the New Testament um but anyway so uh so he goes out and he gets a church he starts a church he preaches every sunday right but he's not a pastor so pretty soon he's got counseling going every day he's got He's delegating all this stuff to all these people mm-hmm. he's got all, he gets caught up in the ministry thing and he does the only thing that's out there so when a guy comes out of cemetery, out of seminary and he goes to start his formal ministry, he's only got one place he can go. A pulpit. Because okay. that's what we inherited from Constantine. But the other four gifts, we haven't heard from them. And the reason we haven't matured the way we should have and wrapped this thing up, you know, so that the Lord would see that his bride was on track, mature, without spot or wrinkle, and come back, is because those other four c- cylinders weren't firing in that engine. Now, you say, well, wait a minute. Well, let me put it this way. Um, when the printing press came out, right? Okay. And, well, really, when the 95 Theses went up, right? When Luther said, no, no, no. We've had it with this whole Vatican thing. You know, you're not going to control us anymore. We can read the Bible. We can, We can understand. We can... Be like we were in the first century. That's basically what he was saying, mm-hmm. and he had his issues, but everybody does,
1: right.
2: you know. And uh, but so uh, when the printing press came out, here came all this Christian literature. Mm-hmm. Well, the different Christian authors—some were uh. prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, right? Apostles, and they would write from that slant. Okay. that kind of revelation you know each one of those gifts you have a little bit of different slant you know and uh, and once Christians began to not only be able to read the word which is infinitely more important that's what right. started things you know uh, people because the Vatican wouldn't let anybody read the Bible except the priests and mm-hmm. uh, can you imagine that? <laughs> Sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah.
1: Let's see. There's, yeah, well, I won't go there. Anyway, Sound like where we are right now in the world. So truth yeah. cannot be spoken unless one party speaks it. I'm sorry. What truth cannot be spoken unless one party speaks it? Oh, you mean yeah, in the church? In the no, in, the- in, in well, what I was thinking when you said that is that, you know, the, a conservative Christian voice cannot be. Spoken, because the people that have the mic are in control. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, you know yeah. What I'm saying so. they that is up they're today. up there in this corner, in mm-hmm. the media and the social media, and yeah. political parties involved. The only truth that can be spoken is what they think is truth. Yeah, well, yeah, and everybody else has to sit in the pew and take it. And so, well, yeah, that I'm principle has
2: worked itself out into that's the fruit of what I'm talking about. Mm and and along, another we could go there but that's a whole other thing yeah, because no. what we've done in the process of of losing the other five other four giftings right, right was we abdicated we no longer understood that we were supposed to be in the gates meaning you know Dietrich Bonhoeffer stood up against Hitler because he understood this Christians are supposed to influence the world we're, this world should be we're salt and light we should this world should be under the influence of the church not you know and we've abdicated we've let we've surrendered our um, influence and authority and authority absolutely but what's coming since we're you're talking about what where we are now what's coming is the is that what we're in is the reestablishment of the apostolic We've been in the the prophetic restoration, which came with the charismatic renewal. Hmm. And now, for some time now, we've been in the apostolic restoration of that gift. That gift is being restored. With that one comes authority. We're going to see manifest authority. And apostolic means... Explain that a little bit more for people. Well, a lot of people think, well, an apostle plants churches. Oh, that's true. But that's just one of the things that an uh, uh, apostolic person does. He also has authority for oversight and, and uh, uh, you know, teaching. And put it this way, you uh, an apostle it, it can fire on the other cylinders because Jesus is in us. And this is true for all of us. Right. And a lot of people don't realize this in the body, don't realize this either. Um, it's the Spirit of the Lord that does anything, you know. Um, like we were praying before we started. It's like, it's the anointing that breaks the yoke, right? This is not about good teaching. Mm-hmm. Paul said so. He said, you know, uh, the gospel is not about clever words of men's wisdom, but about the demonstration of the spirit mm-hmm. and power. Well, we lost the power in the fourth, third century because of Constantine, mm-hmm. right? And he yeah. took over and uh, we've been a mess ever since. Yeah. But coming back to that five-fold ministry thing, um, when Christian literature came out. Now, you know this is God, because for me to come back and remember where I was, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, Christian literature brought those other parts. Uh, to the surface. Yes, mm-hmm. to, to the bride so she could go, oh, wow, never thought of that. And then we start getting the whole counsel of God. What does it say about the fivefold ministry? It's why was it given, right? Uh, for the edification of the bride, right? Till we all come to what? The fullness of the oh, statue of Christ. You can do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Wow, that's Ephesians and the Colossians right there, baby. But anyway, so uh, I wanted to complete that thought. It's so important, right? Mm-hmm. Well, so in the last uh, special, Especially 50 years, there's been this explosion of revelation uh, um, coming, especially with the uh, reestablishment of the charismatic. Well, with the charismatic renewal, renewal came the prophetic perception, which is not just the telling, uh, foretelling. It's the telling forth. So you you have teaching prophets and you have seers. You know that kind of thing. But anyway, so I, I I know this has been very long-winded, but it's so so important that we get these three or four things in in our perception, in our knowledge. You know, it says my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Are there going to be people that, you know, face him on that day and say, hey, we did miracles in your name, mm-hmm. right? And he's going to say, I never knew you. He's going to reject those people. Oh. And they pre- and they pressed into the word so far, they found out there's intrinsic power in the word itself. What? You mean you could get a miracle without really hanging out with Jesus? The word of God is so powerful. It's creative. Mm-hmm. It's the word of God. Right. <laughs> it's so powerful that given a certain element of uh, how would you, diligence right you can hard work yeah yeah just whatever yeah just applying the word of god on a certain level you can you can break through and start to get you know something on the other side that is the supernatural that's how they did it they were casting out demons and stuff I mean, there's power in the name of Jesus. In the name wow. of Jesus, I command you to come out. They're going to come out. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you do that enough, right? And people get deliverance ministries and stuff. That's not a five-fold ministry, by the way. That just happens by course. That's why the Lord said, don't get hung up on that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they said, Lord, even the spirits are subject to our name, right? Well, he gave them that authority. That authority came to them before the resurrection. We forget that.
1: Yeah.
2: So there's power in, intrinsically, there's power uh, in the word of God. And these people were using that separate uh, from an intimate relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, um, if you think about it, what you know what are we doing? You know, what, what each Sunday we go, you know, oh, honey, what time is it? We're going to miss the game. You know, is he done yet? You know, hide in the big pews and the big church and mm. all that stuff. I'm kind of tanging now, but um, well, you get the point. So right. where we are is the the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, right? Right. Is what we do. And I, I, often, <laughs> not always. And what we've done so far is we have worshipped the ministry of the Lord rather than the Lord of the ministry, right. both in the pews and in the pulpit. And we find our identity in ministry. You know, It's like a pastor. Pastors, if you look at history, the first three centuries, we go, if we could just be like the the early church. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Well, a pastor was, back then, a pastor was supposed to work himself out of a job. And he wasn't supposed to have a whole bunch of people. Because you, then you can't tell, you, you know, church then was small. All, right. all of them. Because you know everybody's stuff. <laughs> and that's how you grow. Yeah. But in a big church, I mean, you could be sitting next to an axe murderer and you wouldn't know it, you know. Yeah you could hide there and drug addict or a bad marriage. Well, yeah, you wouldn't I, know it unless you, yeah. And in
1: relationship with them.
2: So, but the point is we've, uh, we've made uh, our own, uh, is yeah, that train. That's a that train. Okay. But, yeah. Sorry. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh gosh. That was your punny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The corn, more corn, please. Yeah. Anyway. So, but, um, this is so serious, you know, yeah. and I, and I don't mean to be flip with it. Uh, I tend to get very colloquial, and you know, but that's just because I wanna I, I wanna make sure people, my brothers and sisters, uh, are realizing I I don't have an agenda. I'm not trying to be somebody. I I'm I'm desperate to fulfill my calling. Right. And uh, it <laughs> my you know I. I don't want to get into that. But uh, so the that book, Restoration, Preparing for His Fullness, okay. discusses this, all right? And we have to make sure, we we have to get alone with the Lord. We need to repent, not only for what we've allowed to happen in our nation, you know, with the murdering of 60 million children, mm. right? Not only do we need to repeat for, repent for all of that stuff, but we need to get along with Jesus in a way we've never done before. Right. All right,
1: I'm hearing that all. I'm, you know, as I'm seeing different people, leaders um, out there speaking. It's amazing how many of them are push are saying the same thing. Are saying, you know, it's really getting down to where it's one on one. It's in that closet, in that bedroom in that on that couch wherever out you're out in at, the woods out in the a, woods alone with Jesus you know just you and him yeah I yeah mean, that's it i mean that
0: we've
1: yeah. gotten away from that so much
2: yeah and that's the answer across the board because uh you can't you know it's the anointing that breaks the yoke you can't you know it, they came to him and said lord you know uh, we can't cast this demon out right remember mm-hmm. Right. And he said, these come out by prayer and fasting. So there's an element of diligence involved. Uh, he doesn't want robots. Right. Right? He wants family. So so looking at
1: good and evil in life, then everything we tend to be doing here, you know,
2: is found in the intimacy on the other And tree. this is purely intimacy. Yeah. Climb this tree. Mm, good. <laughs> so um, if you go climb a tree <laughs> <laughs> which tree are you climbing yeah. today and uh, okay. climbing that tree that's a whole other teaching there yeah. it's like you know some people they, they have a religious experience they feel the warm cushies of the presence of the Lord or something right mm-hmm. and, uh, and they, that's Christianity for the rest of our life it's cerebral
1: okay
2: yeah and uh, they never get baptized in the Holy Ghost they never come to the next level Right. they never spend time alone with him and it's just once in a while they read the bible and feel good about themselves and that's that's the bulk of christianity i hate right. to say it but mm-hmm. and we can't do that and uh then the no- ne- next level is people going to church all the time being diligent you know and right. doing this stuff and they're still not alone with jesus a lot and uh and so, we
1: get we get it i mean i i get it so hard for a lot of people sometimes oh you know, yeah five kids you know oh, job man. all it, that it's to, not easy no no it's <laughs> not to say that it is easy it's not easy but um that's what's most
2: important well and what you know in one sense it's easy because if you get to a certain point and you say lord i can't i can't do what i'm supposed to do i'm i'm weak i'm worn out there's too much and he'll and you i lay it at your feet and he lifts it this Christianity is either supernatural or it's bunk, right? right? If you're not having the supernatural in your space, something's wrong. I'm, I'm, right. You know. Now that's a radical statement for many Christians. But check this out. Remember the two young men I said bring me back to?
0: Right. Wow, this yeah. is God.
2: I remembered that too. <laughs> Glad you did. I used to use the <laughs> '70s back for an excuse, you know. Now I can use senior moment. Right? <laughs> but so. Uh, a friend that I've been discipling him and his family for years now. He came to me one day, just desperate. He says, you know, I I hear about all these miracles that you've seen. And, and my second book is my testimony about all these over the top <laughs> miracles. Yeah, but I won't go into that because it is way over the top, but it's, you know, it's the truth. So he says, how come I don't have those kind of miracles? 40 years in the church. I've done it all. Done it, everything I can. They say I'm supposed to do. Never even had a, a prophetic word or dream, right? Mm. So what am I doing wrong? You know, I said, well, when's the last time I rhetorically asked two questions, actually asked three. The last one not being rhetorical. I said, when's the last time you spent three hours praying in the spirit? Right? Before he could answer, I said, "When's the last time you spent two hours praying in the Spirit?" Before he could answer, I said, "When's the last time you spent one hour praying in the Holy Ghost, praying in tongues?" And he thought about it. And he goes, "I've never done that." I said, "Try that, and mm-hmm. get back to me." About two days later, he called me ranting. He was going off. You're not going to believe what happened. There. He was so excited, just ready to pop, you know, mm-hmm. and. uh he had his first elaborate dream, prophetic dream. You know when it's God and when it's too much pepperoni, right? <laughs> and uh, he uh, his, he went into it, he described it to me and the whole time he's talking, the Lord's giving me the interpretation. And so I won't go into it, but it was elaborate. I mean, it, it was so obvious what it was. Mm. And it was like a what they call a poltergeist in the world. You know, a... a A legion, if you will, Mm -hmm. uh, a stronghold. Very in their house. We we all knew something was wrong. So this young man, uh, he he said, "I've never, you know, I've never done that." So he did it, and we had this. His his, had his first breakthrough. Two days later, right, and he's just going on. It was in the dream. He described like a Medusa kind of thing, grotesque creature. And I knew what it was, and I and the Lord said, "There's something in your home uh, that you need to get rid of immediately." And and I had I was privy to it. They were missionaries before, and they had bought this wonderful, beautiful uh, little fold-up handmade table, mm-hmm. uh, and it had the Mayan zodiac on it. Well, the Mayan zodiac is like a pentagram. Yeah. And it's such an established stronghold that, you know, Well, it's like, what, a couple thousand years of cutting the hearts out of little girls? Wow. I wonder if there's any demons on that. <laughs> wow. And the and, and sh- Lord showed me exactly what it was. You get that thing out of your house right now, right? And uh, first of all, in the dream, he did so good. He bound the thing, you know, went after it and uh it was awesome i mean I, i'm mm-hmm. leaving everything out it was really really elaborate and wonderful uh but so he i think he took it out used it for target practice and then <laughs> burned it right it's good yeah good it was awesome so the exact same thing happened uh with one of my loved ones um mm-hmm. uh he was uh my family part of my family he mm-hmm. was uh raised in the church same thing about 40 years of obedience, you know, did everything he's supposed to do. And, you know, a little digression in his teens like we all do. Um, And, uh, but he, he said the exact same thing. This is only like a week later. Came up, said the exact same thing to me. I said the exact same thing to him. Mm-hmm.
1: And you've said the exact same thing to me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, that's right. You forget that. <laughs> and, uh, Because you said the exact same thing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's right. Forgot about that. But uh, so, day and a half later, after I told him, you know, when's the last time you prayed in tongues for an hour? Right? He said, never did that. He did it. Day and a half later, ranting on the phone. You're not going to believe it. And again, exact same thing happened. Mm -hmm. Elaborate dream that uh, actually saved my daughter's. Uh, car from being stripped. Hmm. Uh, it's it, uh, it's too much to go into here.
1: Right.
2: Elaborate, very clear interpretation, and uh, so she was able to sell that car she wanted to sell at that time, and she wouldn't have been able to if it had been stripped. And okay. second, it's it's a long story.
1: Not a good neighborhood. To be stripped, right? Is that what you're
2: saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, her car was being... They were stripping her car, a very high-end car oh, wow. at the time, and putting in second market... Uh, oh, what okay. do they call it? Second market parts. Aftermarket parts. Aftermarket yeah. parts. And uh, uh, so it would have been a piece of junk when she got it back. Oh, and and the Lord showed the whole thing. Hmm. Even showed the guy involved.
1: Really? Wow. Oh, it
2: was amazing. But anyway, so... Uh, it, you know, I know we've gone very long, but this is very important information for where we are right now. We've just crossed over. I'll wrap it up here. We've just crossed over into uh, that home stretch, mm. and the the bride is being given a crash course. And if you haven't noticed, all the prophetic teacher guys out there, I mean, a lot of them are doing the end time stuff, and that's that's appropriate. <laughs> Definitely. But even the teaching prophets are saying all the same things. They're all getting the same stuff.
1: Right. Yeah. And they're not calling it, hey, what did you get this week? Oh, I don't I got this and this. No. It's I mean, I'm getting that stuff and I'm not anywhere near that stuff. And I'm that's seeing it in my spirit, and I'm like, then I hear somebody saying, I'm like, Well, wow, that's what I'm hearing.
2: Yep. Like the ninety percent thing right. I was talking about, the front end of this. So he's going to have us on the same page because we're, we what? We have the mind of Christ right. and the heart of the Father, hopefully. Mm-hmm. That's my constant prayer. And I, I uh, encourage my brothers and sisters to ask, continually ask the Lord for the mind of Christ and the Father's heart. Keep asking for wisdom and revelation in relation to these things. Uh, be, But most of all, just be intimate. Spend time alone with him. Check the places in your life where you're eating from the evil tree, and it all seems so good. Um, and, and ask him to show you those places where you're doing religion mm-hmm. instead of Jesus. Um, there is a place of breakthrough. There is a place where you can step into the supernatural, and you need it. You're going to really need it really fast. You do need it right now. We all need it Mm. Uh, right now. We need to be able to stand in the fire like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. We need to be able to pray for someone and have them get healed. What a concept. Mm. You know, these signs shall follow them that believe. Think of that statement first for a minute. These signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, they will speak with new tongues. They'll cast out demons, right? They'll lay hands on the sick. They shall recover. If they take in any poisonous thing, it won't hurt them. You know, these signs shall follow them that believe. Well, people say, well, I just don't believe that. Well, then they're not for you. You don't get them.
1: <laughs> yeah. so, so it's ra- it's pretty simple. Yeah. Well, then wrap this up in a prayer then I mean that actually sounded like a great prayer right there yeah to really let's just close in prayer and, right. uh, and till next time
2: yes Lord God thank you so much for who you are and how you are thank you that you're not like us <laughs> not even remotely like us except in image we're created in your image Lord mm-hmm. we we repent Lord awesome. We repent for being distracted. We mm. repent in behalf of our nation. We stand in the gap. Oh, Lord, please have mercy and lift yes. your hand of judgment off our nation, Lord, mm. and purge our ranks. Let the tares be harvested. Mm. Uh, but we repent, Lord, and, and for distraction. Uh, if... Uh, let me interrupt this prayer for a minute. If mm. there's any of you out there that don't know the Lord, you don't know Jesus, you never did that. He's A lot of you, He's been chasing you your whole life and you know it. And you have now a sophisticated <laughs> justification system. La, <laughs> la, 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 la. He's calling. He loves you. He's crazy about you. And He just wants you. And I want you to ask Him to forgive your sins. And to come into your life and be the Lord of your life. Mm. You can do it alone with Him. You don't need me or anyone else to help you with that. But then find a place of fellowship so that you can find out what's really in the instruction manual. Okay, Lord, coming back to this prayer, Lord, we, we ask that you would move by your Holy Spirit in and through and around your bride internationally that you would uh, rise within your believers, rise up, uh, both in and upon, uh, and descend upon your bride internationally, that you, that she, the body of Christ, would stand up, that is, your body would stand up, your people would stand up and harvest the earth, make disciples, and uh, not be distracted by ministry or Madison Ave- Avenue renditions of it, and, uh, and that you would help us get back to intimacy with you and moving in the power. Pour out your spirit, pour out your power, Lord, as you promised uh, that you would do in the last days, pouring out your spirit on all flesh, uh, and that we might harvest the earth, edify our brothers and sisters, and be a joy to your heart, Lord. We ask it in Jesus' name, Lord. Amen.
1: If you would, uh, go to uh, Amazon and check out the book Restoration,
0: Preparing for His Fullness. It's by Rick Willis Norris. Thanks again for listening to this episode of Remnant Revolution. If you liked what you heard, please leave a comment and rating in iTunes and Google Play. This helps us get heard by more people. And don't forget to share the podcast with your friends and family. Be sure to visit www.remnantrevolution.org To join the conversation, access the show notes, and keep up to date on important events and programming. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at RemnantRevolution. Until next time, armor up, stand up, and speak up.